0: Welcome to the Everyday Marketer Podcast, where we believe the key to great marketing isn't big budgets and confusing strategies. On this podcast, we give you practical solutions you can implement to grow your brand every single day.
1: Well, hey friends, happy 2021, and welcome back to the Everyday Marketer Podcast. It's Monday, and that means you're probably fresh at it, getting set, getting ahead, cranking into 2021. Um, look, we've got a cool episode for you today. It's a little bit different, but it's largely the same. Um, Alan and I get together a few times a year in person. Um, he's from Colorado, I'm in Virginia, and we do a lot of strategizing and, and planning and looking ahead for our sister company, Stay Forth Designs, and also High Touch Marketing. And recently, when we were together, We had a back porch conversation, which you're going to hear in just a moment, where we unpack three important principles that you need to use when you come to taking your idea to the digital marketplace. These are all things that are going to help you get your idea more reach. No matter what space you're in, whether it's business or otherwise, nonprofit, ministry, you're all going to operate differently, but there's some common pain points and some similarities that you need to be aware of. So how do you get your idea more reach in 2021? Enjoy this conversation where we'll answer that question and show you how to be seen, heard, and known in the digital marketplace. Enjoy today's episode.
0: These are the three principles that we live on with high touch. The first one is being seen. Getting your message seen. Jonathan, why don't you talk about um, how important that is and what are some of the ways that people can get their message seen today?
1: Yeah, being seen is the big one and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where you are, what industry you're in. Um, you're not the only person doing what you're doing. It's crowded out there right now. You are not the only person that is a church planter or the pastor of a church of 100 to 200 people or zero to 200 people. The small business owner that, you know, has the pool company or the the auto mechanic shop. What you have to think of is how are you attracting attention? If you are at a conference of 10,000 other auto mechanics and there's a door prize for one person they're going to pick out of the crowd— What's going to make you stand out of the crowd to make someone say, I want to give you that $10,000?
0: We had uh, Jesse Cole on the podcast, and uh, his book, Find Your Yellow Tux, I absolutely loved and said, we got to get this guy on the podcast. He literally wears a yellow tux. Their name of their minor league baseball team is literally called the Savannah Bananas. And so he's saying, if you don't stick out, then you're just going to get lost in the crowd. It is so crowded today, Mm -hmm. and we don't doubt that you have incredible stuff out there. But if you have the exact same sandwich board as every other church on another corner, if you're doing the exact same stuff as everybody else, a friend of mine says, if you want to reach people nobody else is reaching, you got to do stuff nobody Nobody else else is doing. doing. and. Why would, in a crowded space, everybody pay attention to if you're doing the same stuff? So permission to be unique, to Mm -hmm. be seen as well. What are some other things that are key in that first principle of being seen?
1: So being seen is ultimately attracting attention. So you look to the lens of what are the things that we're doing? What are the things that we're passionate about? Because if you're passionate about it, when you communicate it, it's going to resonate well with others. And so if there's things that you, that you don't do, don't try and do them to attract people to what, co- what your cause is because it's going to come off weird. So if I copy
0: and get a yellow tux yeah. and go around at conferences, they'll say, oh, that's what Jesse Cole does, right? Yeah. So I'm, we're trying to figure out, and I'm constantly trying to figure out, what is our thing? How do we be seen? And, and one of those is some of the uniqueness of what we'll have on social media posts, some of the things we enjoy doing as a team and, and our interests, some of the things that you think – Tacos. I love tacos, but how's that going to sell anything? Don't think about that. If you're excited about it, figure out how it can overlap. Um, we love the wilderness. Everybody on our team has some love of the wilderness. And with me living in Colorado, it's pretty natural. So often we'll film our videos outside. So we're just trying to be really practical. Those are some ways that people can say, oh, they are passionate about that and passion transfers and the consistency piece. Why don't you talk about the consistency piece of being seen? Why? That's so important.
1: Yes. I have seen numerous small businesses, numerous nonprofits, and numerous ministries say, all right, we we need to engage some sort of aspect of the digital marketplace. Everybody knows that yeah. right now. So no, nobody's arguing no. that this is key. And, and that's good. People have realized that the physical space is no longer the marketplace. Like, to meet people, you no longer have to be in brick-and-mortar physical spaces. People are... Well, as of 2019, 79% of U.S. adults are in some form of the digital marketplace for at least 30 minutes to an hour a day. So whether you're if you decide, okay, we have to reach them, the biggest thing people fail at is, is the inconsistency piece. They will set up a Facebook page or set up an email chain or set up a video to offer video. And then they, they commit to doing so much at one time and they don't know how to do it what they should give. And then they start sprinkling out, you know, they're really solid for a month or two. And then there's, you know, a couple of posts here, a couple of posts there, a couple of offerings here, then, then silent. And that consistency piece wanes. And like I said, when you're inviting people into something, you're asking for space to loiter on their digital real estate. And so you're, you're asking permission from them, and then they're giving you permission to take up space in their timeline. People are frenetic today. They don't spend a lot of time looking at stuff. So when they give you permission, it's key to consistently show up.
0: Yeah, they're letting you in, essentially, to their living room, to their personal Mm -hmm. space, to, to their eyeballs. And our eyeballs are so occupied today. And we were even talking about there's an amazing amount of podcasts today. So if you are listening to this, thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for letting us in. Because there's so many other things that you could be doing right now and listening to. So we want to make sure we deliver valuable content, excellent content to you. Not perfect, but excellent content, not wasting your time and giving you what you need. And ideally, we hope that you may even reward us by sharing that. If that matters, I sent Jonathan Podcasts. Uh, at least once a week of saying, oh, this episode was awesome. And he may never have heard of that. But really, that's how things get seen. Think about excellence. Think about consistency. But please, please, please don't think about perfection. Oh, it's got to be perfect. Before I can launch it, guess what? You're never going to launch it. And then that last thing with being seen, I think that's key. And you covered this. Don't try to do it all tomorrow. Mm -mm. You're going to start an exercise program. I realize jump starting can be helpful. But sometimes it's like, I'm going to work out seven days a week And I'm going to, you know, go completely all in on this. And if you go completely all in on marketing and you're on seven different, you know, uh, different opportunities here, you're on three different platforms, six different apps. We're going to do this. We're going to Facebook live four times a day. I mean, I'm just exhausted hearing that. Just do something consistently.
1: If you don't have a team of 10 people that are going to do that for you and each one of them live in their warehouse, you will. You will quit. Don't do it. A little secret we have. We call it the 90-10.
0: is we just say, where are you at? Are are you more of a Facebook person? Are you more of an Instagram person? And it may be worth moving over and trying some new things with, let's say a business page on Instagram, but don't take all of the equity that you have out of your Facebook page. Maybe that's working great. And that's where you live stream your services. Maybe you do Facebook Lives about Mm -hmm. your business and be creative in those spaces. Guys, being seen is so important because ultimately we can't move to the next step, which is being heard. Unless we are ultimately seen, so uh, transition us there, Jonathan. That second step is then being heard. How do we get heard
1: as a business, a nonprofit, or a church? Being heard is is establishing a presence. It's moving from I have no idea who that is to, oh, you're that guy that I see in the coffee shop Monday through Friday. Like they don't know you into in in relation form, but you are you have established a presence like you now have you've stepped out into the spotlight and someone knows oh you're that guy that does that thing the consistency piece yields into this and then it's it's listening to what are the pain points that your that your avatar your buyer persona has so let's um i love that
0: so apply that to to me if i'm thinking okay i'm listening to a podcast for example um what would be one way that says oh i think they actually hear me or they actually know me or they actually know my pain points. Mm-hmm. How might that
1: translate? From the business side of the podcast, they know, they know the ideal person that they're going to reach with their content. They believe that this type of person is who we've been called to help. And they have certain things that they want to overcome. And what we have is going to help them overcome those things and reach the goals that they have before them. And so when you listen to a podcast or read an article and you feel some sort of connection with it, what that means is you've connected with what the other person has been trying to deliver on a deeper basis. Mm -hmm. And you've now like you've connected with them on a deeper level more than just I've seen your content a few times. Oh, wow. Now that resonates with me. And this has really helped me with something. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think that if people understand your pain points and you realize we do not exist for everyone... Please hear this clearly. Stay Forth Designs does not exist for everyone. High-touch marketing, we do not exist to help everyone. And I think if you aim to serve everyone, we'll actually serve no one. And you will be so disgruntled in the process. So kind of this weird conundrum to think that businesses grow when they tend to niche down and say, this is who we are aiming at. There's a particular group of leaders that we see is overwhelmed And we are aiming at leaders who are over kingdom leaders who are overwhelmed and they want to get whelmed. And we're actually really specific as well about the pain points they're feeling in their lives. Maybe you're listening to this and you're saying, I want to love my family better. I want to be more available. I need to get more efficient, more effective with my time (coughs) because I only have one life to live. If you're listening to this podcast, you want to steward your life. If you just want to go carpe diem and just, you know, go out and and waste your life, you're not listening to this podcast. I can guarantee that. And we we are so bold about that. Say, we are not for everyone. Our coaching, we're not trying to sell coaching to everyone. No. We're trying to find the right person that says, oh, my goodness, where were you? I was coaching mm-hmm. somebody the other day. He's 54 years old. He said, where were you when I was 26? Mm-hmm. And I took that as a huge compliment, and it also continues to break my heart. <clears throat> say there's not much in this space of leaders getting healthy and reaching more impact. And we'll share a little bit more, but there's not too many people in this space that actually want to work with nonprofits, no. small businesses, and churches, because the reality is... Um, There's a lot more money in trying to mystify marketing than actually empower you and help you understand.
1: And I would say this about the being heard piece. What you're doing is building a relationship first. You're, You're moving into the first, like the curve of the growing your business, but you're not growing it from the standpoint of your customer's wallet. You're growing it primarily from the standpoint of building a relationship, establishing trust, knowing that. There's a chance that this person may not work all the way through and get to the end point of where you hope they go, but you've built a relationship with them that at the very least, they'll tell someone, hey, this didn't really work out for me, but you want to go check out those guys. You want to go do this. That's a a great
0: point because I've gotten a ton of emails, Mm -hmm. and Eric gets a ton of emails as well from somebody that says, oh blank told me that this would be great for me yeah. because people aren't just watching out for themselves. If you are consistently creating content, consistently communicating that. So in other words, being seen and truly being heard, they know that at stay forth, we exist to help leaders get healthy and reach more impact when their friends unhealthy, they have empathy and say, where do you go? Those guys that stay forth can help. Mm-hmm. And we get so many of those referrals. Cause again, we're not looking for everyone all the time. It's a particular type of person in a particular type of, of, of moment in their life yeah. when they want us to, to kind of
1: be their mountain guide toward health and impact. To sum up a practical step for being heard, if you're just starting out and really being seen as well, um, say you're just committing to investing in some form of, of the digital space. And you may be telling yourself, I don't have anybody. I haven't I don't have any traction. Where do I where do I start? You have people that you know, that trust you, that are close friends, family, people that you that you serve with on a regular basis in your church or people that you know in your small business. Those are your spheres of influence. Leverage them. Invite them into what you're doing. Invite them in and say, hey, we're about to do this thing. We're going to commit to doing X, Y, and Z this year and beyond. Would you Would you be opposed to giving me an endorsement? Um, leaving a review, would you would you like and subscribe to my podcast?
0: If you've added value to that person, and, and if you're a friend, they want to help. Mm-hmm. And often people will say, how can I help? And I think it's a shame when you say, I have no idea, right? You need something, and there's, you know, if, for everybody, I'd say there's at least five to ten people. For some people, it may be 100. You have 100 people tomorrow uh, for your business. Maybe you've served people for years, and you say, hey, actually, we're starting this Facebook page. Would you mind leaving us a review? Yeah. And they love it because you've added value over the years. We're not trying to trick anyone to en- into anything. And I want to ma- make sure to continue to say yeah. that.
1: This isn't about trickery. It's the opposite. Would you share with the world h- how we've been faithful to add value to you? And more often than not, people want to be a part of what you're doing. And that's a great way to invite them in. Because again, if you're passionate about it and you've added value to them, then they're not going to have a problem leaving a review saying, hey, XYZ did so-and-so for me. I would highly recommend them.
0: Jonathan, talk a little bit about how an organization can become known.
1: So for me, being known is, is really where everybody wants to go. Um, it's once you're known, people have, you've moved from, I don't have any idea who you are, you've stood into the spotlight, people have known how you're different from what's around you, to where now they know you by name, oh, those are the small business marketing guys. The blank people. Yeah, or those are the, at Stay Forth Designs, we're known as the health and impact people. And you're not, you're not primarily known because of the things that you sell. You're known, what you're known for is what your customers see in you. And that's, oh, they're the people that help us get healthy so we can reach more impact. And so with High Touch, we're the people that are going to help you get your message into more eyes, ears, and hearts. Yeah, and that's what we want to niche down on and, and be known
0: as well. If, if there's a large, large, large corporation that wants to hire out their marketing for somebody to run it, that's obviously not us. And so to figure that out, I know that's insecure. I've done that multiple times for you know, businesses and ministries. And now for both Stay Forth and High Touch, we realize there's a particular type of person we want to help. So if you're listening to this, you say, who do we want to help? Of course, how do we want to help them? But eventually, if you got a reputation, what would you want that reputation Mm -hmm. to be? Exactly. And I love when I get a call from somebody saying, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what to do, can your team help? And with confidence, I can say yes. That's literally why we exist. But sometimes people say, hey, could you help in this? And I say, you know what? I'd love to refer you to somebody else. Mm -hmm. They can serve you way better. That's just not who we are. That's just not what we do. We may grow into that someday, But in good conscience, in integrity, I can't say, oh, that's who we are. However, if you want to get healthy, reach more impact, that is us. So if you're listening, who do you want to be known as? Yeah. Do you want to be the blank guy, the blank gal, the blank church, the blank organization, to be known that that's the kind of person that you're going to serve? Uh, Reputation. I think it says a lot about our integrity.
1: It is. It's reputation. And I would say to get through these, you can't work through one without the other. And before you even start, I would say if you're listening to this right now and you're considering saying, okay, we're going to move from side hustle to small business or so we're going to make the jump into where we're going, stop, invest time with, with your team or yourself and really solidify who you are, why you care, and who is it you're trying to help. And then really stay true to that. Those are the barriers on the side of the road that you're navigating down, and they will they will help you work through being seen, heard, and known. And developing creating attraction developing new relationships and building trust through people who you're transforming their lives and that will help you to grow and grow sustainably and healthfully and morally and we we like to talk about two different levels there's <clears throat> effectiveness And that's
0: actually doing a good job of telling your story. Mm -hmm. And that can be hard. I know there's some folks that do that really, really well. Uh, If you're looking for a good deep dive in that, uh, I recommend the book Building a Story Brand. Um, Story Brand does incredible things. We listen along to their stuff, and they're incredible at that. They are amazing at saying, here's my story, and then how do we tell Mm -hmm. that? Because too many times you may come up to somebody and say, you know, hey, what do you do? And we have some boring thing we do, right? I'm an executive coach. I'm a consultant. People don't know what that is, and they've heard that a hundred times. But when somebody comes up to me, I start with, well, I help leaders avoid burnout, yeah. And people go, oh, okay, tell me more. And we get the chance <clears throat> to then be seen, heard, and known. Whereas before, they're like, cool, I'm not talking to you at the party. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awful. So I think that that's really important is your uniqueness. Spend some time on your story below the surface of the water in the iceberg. There's so much of your story But most people I've found, Jonathan, do not know how to tell that. So that's a lot of what I get to do on the high-touch side of things. Mm -hmm. And then Jonathan um, gets to move into the area of efficiency. So um, if effectiveness is
1: really telling the message
0: well and clearly, uh, what is that efficiency piece of marketing?
1: So the efficiency is taking that, the who, what, why, and putting it all together, and then the when and how is the implementation part. So we've solidified your identity, who you are, what you carry. You have your impact statement. We help you do blank so that you can overcome or do blank. And then it's creating creating content and curating messaging around it and then delivering it into the right spaces. Not every space, but in the right spaces. So don't
0: start seven new uh, social media feeds tomorrow is
1: is what we're saying. Please, if there's one thing that you're going to take away from this podcast, do not, go join every single social media platform just because you feel like they're there and you have to use them. Please do not do that.
0: Please do not. And by the way, we have tips and tricks and tools that we send out to you guys. It'll save you a ton of time and it's monthly marketing. And so that's just an email that we'll send out to you guys. And so uh, in the show notes, you can go and -hmm. and find the link on how to go get that. But we want to save you time. And again, I wish I had this years ago and really... If I wouldn't have gotten lucky enough that I would have coached someone like Jonathan who said, you guys could really grow in this area, this area, Um, there's so much that I wouldn't know. So we've been drinking from a fire hose for the last about two and a half years. And now we want to convey that to you guys because there's great hope. At first I felt like, well, I'm no professional marketer. The reality is today, everyone is a marketer. Because of how flat the world is, because of how technology has taken it, somebody can go grab their phone, Facebook Live, and get a message out there to the world. Now, is it any good? Will it travel? Uh, Who knows? But we all have the same opportunity, essentially, to get the message out there. And um, we can go for a long time on this, but we've seen people with very, very small numbers Have a way better message and get the message out there uh, to more people than somebody with a really huge following. And actually, social media, believe it or not, rewards those that have more uh, going on, more engagement, more people commenting, more people interacting with your stuff versus just large numbers. So forget the vanity metric. Don't be discouraged because somebody else has 50,000 followers. Who cares what they have? They have to steward that. All you have to do is steward the one life, the one story, the one message, the one organization that God has entrusted to you in that space. So, again, we're super passionate about this. um, But just kind of to close, I wanted to give a couple of mistakes uh, that I commonly see around this. Some of them we've already mentioned, but number one, comparison. Mm -hmm. Comparison is the creativity killer. How do people tend to compare to other people or organizations online?
1: Oh, man it's easy to look out and there's all of these things that are available there's all of these you know next best tips tricks tools there that you that can help you do this x y and z and then you look down through who they've worked with and you're like well that's great but i have like me and one other person that works for me how is that going to help me and it's out of my reach so and then you you've compared like okay i in order for me to get somewhere, I have to do what they're doing. Stay in your lane. And like, they didn't get there overnight. No, they did That didn't. was years ago where they were at the spot yeah. you were at. Yeah, and so it's realizing, okay, you have to start somewhere. You can learn from them. There's this there's this really cool, you know, habit that you can do on social media called social observation. Go watch the people that are seemingly your competition. Are you talking about stalking with a purpose? Is that what you're talking about? Ethical stalking. Ethical stalking, and so okay. just watch what they're doing, and then they're also doing things that are low cost, no cost. How are they presenting what they're presenting? And then adapt that into your business, or your ministry, or, or you know, or your nonprofit.
0: And we do that. And so I, I think comparison—it's—it's it's a really fine line to say we're not comparing our worth our value, we're not trying to get to become them. We'd lose our uniqueness. But if there's something that somebody else is doing well, and what's cool is you can do this across uh, across fields. There may be a professional sports team on social media that you follow and you love what they do. I follow a team on social media and I love that even after a loss, They will be honest and just like, hey, that was a tough game. We lost. Keep going, team. And so they still post after a loss. They don't just post after a win when, of course, everybody wants to cheer for you. So I learn a lot across that. But just make sure that you are not comparing, and ultimately it's going to kill your creativity. Mm -hmm. It's going to chip away at your identity, and you're going to say, man, I don't even know if we have anything
1: good to say. The other one I would say is, is don't think that I'm in a space where marketing won't work for me. And I see this a lot within, within ministry. Like, there's a big elephant in the room when it comes to churches and ministry. Like, we're not supposed to do that. When we talk marketing, per se, we're not talking about what the overall other view of marketing was. It means taking your mission and vision and just getting it into the community. And so with, with church, think of this. You go into a neighborhood, and there's a house that you want to go talk to someone, but they have a no soliciting sign on the front door, so you can't walk up there and knock on the door. With social media, you have direct access into their living room.
0: Absolutely, and then uh, the, the consistency piece, you mm-hmm. wanna head back to that. We see people making mistakes in inconsistency all the time. They are uh, saying, well, if I post once or twice, or maybe this will go viral, or <laughs> I don't know, I already posted uh, you know, six blogs, I don't know why that's not going out there. I jumped on LinkedIn and I haven't had any customers in two months. And uh, again, um, there's different reasons to go at different platforms. We don't have time to talk through that today, but whatever you commit to, be consistent. If it's once a day, make that a discipline. There are scheduling apps, and again, we can share about those in and, and our monthly marketer, kind of tips, trips, tricks, tools, that kind of stuff, um, but don't get caught up in all that stuff. Just to say, okay, what does it look like to faithfully inhabit this? So be consistent. Uh, And I would say the last one is also that defeatist attitude. I think a lot of people start with the defeatist attitude, sort of trying to prove that kind of social media wrong, or an email list, well... Jonathan and others said that email click rates are really low, so email, you know, won't work for us. Uh, and really just to say, okay, um, you can look at the glass, uh, you know, half empty. You can look at it half full. I see opportunity, that the gospel has always been preached into cultures, and in a way, it's kind of like marketing, that it needs to be seen. It needs to be heard so that it can be known Mm -hmm. and accepted. And so, in many ways, in the New Testament, the gospel was shared through letters to different churches. It was shared in street corners. It was shared preaching. And so, we, of course, wouldn't say... Oh, because people have a shorter attention span, we're gonna stop preaching where we're not gonna teach out of the Bible. Of course not. But are there new ways people are reading the Bible? Can we try some new things with the Bible app today? Can we do Facebook Lives? Uh, a lot of churches and leaders are doing you know shortened versions of their messages today and saying, okay, here's a two-minute summary. Whether <laughs> they'll ever show up or not, we want to take that out and faithfully inhabit that space, guys. There's so much opportunity here, guys. We just want to land the plane with this. If If we can help at all with you, your business, your nonprofit, your church, your ministry, we have a six-month process that we take people through that really is a journey. We want to empower you. We want to teach you. We want to demystify marketing a little bit like we have now. And it takes us about six months, and here's the reality. You're not paying us to do your marketing for you. You are literally paying us to teach you to walk alongside of you and um, to actually get that message out into the world. So we actually want to empower you instead of to do all the stuff for you. Kind of teach a man to fish, teach a man to market in that sense. Uh, So we would love to walk alongside of you and your team.